There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. And today is one of the days, the big day. The Fed is making some decisions today, and we're going to see probably some market volatility. Uh, And we have Dr. Kirk Elliott with us, who is going to talk about what is happening with the economy, the global economy, and what is happening with your money. Kirk, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Josh. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, but we're all in anticipation of what's going to happen here. Yeah, I mean, I think the writing is on the wall. It looks like it, you know, if I were a betting man, which I'm not, but <laughs> I would say raising rates three quarters of a percent, just like they did last time. But here's the thing I wouldn't be surprised if it were higher than that. I'm like 99.999% sure it's not going to be lower than three quarters of a point. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be higher because the the Fed, you know, it's January, or I'm sorry, December of last year, so nine months ago, they had said, hey, America, we're going to have eight to ten rate increases this year to try to try to slow down this inflation train. So we've only had four so far, right? So we're not even halfway through the cycle of what they said they were going to raise rates. And look at how much damage has been done so far. Stock market's down, bond market's getting killed, the real estate market's now starting to just get obliterated. And, and all that, the real estate market only happened over the last three months. Right? Because three months ago in Denver, if you were to sell a house, you would, it would be on the market for 24 to 48 hours, and you'd probably get 50000 more than the asking. Well, how much difference three months makes when you start raising rates, right? And we're only halfway through the number of rates that they said they were going to do. So how much worse are things going to get? I think it's going to get dramatically worse. And so much so that one of the, one of the Fed, you know, uh, presidents, you know, because they've got different Federal Reserve banks like Minneapolis, Dallas, Kansas City, and so forth, um, said – hey, look, we're going to do whatever we need to do with interest rates and keep raising them until inflation gets substantially lower. So basically what they were alluding to is not just the regularly scheduled rate increases, but they could do kind of ad hoc rate increases in between the normal cycle if they needed to. And I think that's potentially what's going to be coming down the road. But just today, we're talking about today, I bet it's going to be three-quarters of a point or higher. And um, markets are just, you said that volatility, I would expect volatility for the next few days because a lot of times what happens on a, on a Fed rate hike day is people listen to the mainstream media and they're going to spin it as a very positive thing. They're going to say, hey, everybody, rate, look at how aggressive the Federal Reserve is on fighting inflation. They raised rates three-quarters of a point. And then everyone gets all excited because they think inflation is going to go away. And then, and then it's like the the morning after, you know, the after the the 
mainstream media hangover is done, they realize, ah, oh, nuts. They raised rates. We've got too much debt. We can't, couldn't even afford to live before the rate increase. So then, then the, you start to see market sell-offs, and, and I expect that to be kind of similar today um, because we're already seeing some of the news. Stock market's up today on a rate increase day. This is just because people are sort of preconditioned to the messaging stating that they're trying to be aggressive about fighting inflation and viewing it as a positive. But, but gosh, you've been in, in, you know, doing financial type stuff with, with different investment stuff for a long time, right? I can hardly remember a year like ever in, in the last 27 years of, of being a wealth manager, except for this year when they raised rates that the stock markets didn't just get hammered that same day. Well, the messaging is so far off. They've got to spin everything as a positive, even though it's an ultra-negative, that people are actually believing that nonsense. I, I agree 100%. That, I was actually just about to ask you is, this isn't normal. These, the, the stock market, when the Fed comes out and increases interest rates, should have a, a negative reaction. But it's not. And this is what's been happening all this year is every time that this has happened, the market's going up and it's like a rally. And it's almost as if money is being artificially pumped into it to counteract the negative sentiment. I would I would say so, because mathematically, logically, it doesn't make sense. Right. When when the cost of borrowing goes up, people don't borrow as much. They don't spend as much. It just becomes um not a good thing. So there is no reason why it should go up. So they spin it positive, and then you've got like a plunge protection team type money coming in to, to goose the markets on that day. But here's the thing, the, literally the, the hangover effect, it is real. Tomorrow, I'm 90% sure you'll see the stock markets come down because it's done that every single rate increase this year. It comes down the next day once reality kind of sets in. It's like, wait a second, this actually really isn't a good thing. Um, so, so, but, but, but investors are fickle. They, they listen to the five minute, the 30 second, the 60 second, whatever it is, um, financial news story. And they spin this as a positive and they, and they believe it until their gut and their brain tells them, no, this actually isn't good. When we have an economy that's riddled with debt, the only reason the stock market is, is where it is today is because of debt, because of stimulus money. The only reason people are still spending money when when unemployment unofficially is over 24 percent in america right now 24 don't believe the 3.7 percent number that the government gave us last week because when you add in people who are so discouraged they stop looking for work and people who are on disability they're all still unemployed they're not working when you add those in to the 3.7% number, we're at 24% unemployment in America. One out of every four people on the sidewalk are unemployed. So when they're not spending and they're riddled with debt and the rates continue to go up, they're going to slow down their spending. And and this is where the not just the domestic economy, but the global economy starts to feel that pain. For example, Friday, just you know, a few days ago, um, the, the FedEx numbers came out. Did you happen to see those? The, I, I don't know, what, remember what, what they were, but I did see the story. I know the FedEx CEO was on Jim Cramer's show the night before talking about a global recession. 
Yep. So, so here's the numbers, and this is why he had to go on the news cycle program, because FedEx in the last quarter, the last 90 days, they just had to have their quarterly reports come out, their earnings are down 33%. Their earnings per share are down 33% over the last 90 days. So what does that mean? If they're not making earnings, it means nobody's shipping anything. Nobody's shipping anything because nobody's buying anything when you start connecting the dots. So this is why the, the large shipping carriers, whether it's FedEx, UPS, DHL, I'd be interested to see what their quarterly numbers look like because they're probably going to be similar to FedEx, um, that nobody's shipping, but FedEx is the only one that's come out yet. If nobody's shipping anything, it's logical to assume, oh, that's because nobody's buying anything, right? Mm. So, or else you'd have shipping going through the roof. So then, uh, just yesterday, I was I was researching, and and we all know that that Bed Bath and Beyond, you know, is having horrible horrible problems, and they shut down a ton of stores. Um, Best Buy is shutting down a ton of stores. FedEx, in this story, they're shutting down ninety corporate locations, and they're putting a hiring freeze on because they don't see a good future outcome. Um, or, or intermediate or even short-term outcome of, of, of shipping increasing anytime real soon. So this, yesterday morning I was, I was doing some, some research, and sure enough, Amazon was building numerous warehouses in Spain. They shut them all down. They, they just stopped construction on them. It's like nobody's buying anything. We don't need warehouses here. You partially constructed, right? They're just shutting down the project. And, and this is Amazon, right? You know, you would think that, in, uh, for all else being equal, Amazon is should be booming when the price of fuel is going through the roof. And people don't want to drive around to go shopping, so they're having everything just delivered to them so they can save on gas money. Uh, they're not building warehouses. They're shutting down the building of warehouses in Europe. So this is kind of a sign of, of the global um, sickness. Um, that this inflationary pressures, higher taxation, um, endless stimulus money post-COVID is, is ravaging the economy, and, and people just simply aren't working. And, and this is only going to get worse. We're going we're gonna to take a break here in a few minutes, but th- there's parts of this that we have to understand, that when the economy takes this dip, this dive, that we see indications throughout the market. There's a 27% decrease in the amount of housing permits, building permits that are out there. We're going to talk about that and much, much more when we come back with Dr. Kirk Elliott. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. 
Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, well, radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reeb on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. We're talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Now, I was just mentioning before the break that there's been a 27% decrease in the amount of housing permits issued. Um, in, in Canada, I believe it was somewhere around a, a 54% decline in the amount of mortgage applications. Or that, actually, that was the United States. This is a telltale sign of a recession. When, when people don't have easy access to money, when it becomes much harder to buy money, everything starts to slow down. Production, uh, buying retail, we're coming into a holiday season, that might bump it up a little bit. But I think we're going to see is them begin the process of artificially stimulating the economy as much as possible. And that's one of the reasons for this rate hike today. Um, but one of the other reasons why they manipulate the markets. So, so Kirk, what other indicators should we be looking for? Well, housing, housing is a big one because I think the, the burst in the housing market as rates go up. Um, and the more they go up, the less affordable it's going to be. And we've already seen like that 27% reduction you're talking about with only four rate increases. We probably have another four to six left over the next six months, right? I mean, it's just, it, we're only halfway through it. It's only going to get worse. Then you've got things like um, what we were talking about. It's not a leading indicator, but it should be, which is, you know, the, the earnings of the shippers, the global shippers like FedEx, UPS, DHL. But a, a big one that I look at is, is the Baltic Dry Index, which is an index that, that basically attracts the movement through the shipping lines in the ocean, right, of, 
of the big, huge cargo ships taking raw materials from the producing countries of the world, like Australia, with coal and steel and copper and everything else, to, to manufacturers like China, right? That's down over 80% from its high. So we're only operating at a 20% level of, of its high point. The global economy looks sick, and I think that's a really good leading indicator. Um, also, the, the sentiment the, of CEOs, I think that's another big one that people should look at because CEOs look at, it's not like consumer confidence, right, where mm-hmm. people can hear news stories and be confident or not. CEOs are looking at income statements and balance sheets. That's what gives them confidence, right? And when they're looking at it and they're thinking, well, there's not much revenue coming in. People aren't spending. I mean, so when there was a survey done last week that over 50% of of business owners that were interviewed in in the poll said, we're going to be laying off people over the next 12 months. Over 50%. I mean, and, and why are they saying that? when they should be excited about their own products and their own stuff because everyone has, a, has an internal bias about the products that they do and how they're the best. And, you know, if you're working at Ford, you think that Chevy stinks. If you're working at Chevy, you think that Ford stinks, right? And so, but, but these, these CEOs are thinking, we're going to have to lay people off. Even though we have good products, nobody's buying them, right? So that's over 50% of them. I think that that's huge. But, but here's where, in all of this, we can have a smile on our face because there are things that, that go up. Even though equity markets coming down, bond markets hitting the skids as interest rates rise, real estate comes down as interest rates rise. You and I have talked a lot about precious metals, silver and gold, on, mm-hmm. on this show as, as the safe haven investment to get out of the path of the hurricane, right? Well, some, some research uh, that I was uh, – I, I heard a, a researcher in the industry talking yesterday – and I was taking down notes feverishly because he follows the data from, from the COMEX depositories where all the metals are stored. This, this gets a little bit crazy because right now, as we speak on this show, there's a lot of, of repatriation and allocation of, of assets going into precious metals. For example, last week, in one day, I'm just talking about one day, 41% of all the physical gold kilobar supply in the Chicago Mercantile Exchange were drained. Hmm. So, gone, right? So, so that's almost 175 million troy ounces in one day. See, we're talking about kilobars. This is what makes this really interesting to me. A kilobar is like 32 point something ounces. So these aren't the 400 ounce or 100 ounce uh, good delivery bars that sovereign countries buy. These are private wealth funds. These are family offices. These are private investors, you know, wealthy people. So it's not just, you know, central banks trying to, you know, manipulate the markets. These are people, and these are hedge funds. These are private wealth funds that are starting to see the writing on the wall, getting out of toxic paper assets like the U.S. dollar, going into tangible assets as a safe haven, right? So so go, let's take it one step further as we start to dig into some of this data. The COMEX 50-day moving average of amount of ounces of gold that are being sold per day is 131,293 ounces per day. That's the, that's the average over the last 50 days. That's $233 million worth of gold drawn from the COMEX vault every single day. 
So now you look at silver. If, if you take the amount of silver that's being refined, you know, mined and refined and going and, you know, formed into coins or bars and goes into the depository system, and then the amount of silver ounces that are coming out from people purchasing them, that drawdown rate, here's the creepy part. There's 55 million ounces left in registered category at the current drawdown rate. That leaves five months of current drawdown rate before silver is gone. I mean, we're not talking that there's a lot left, right? We're, we're talking that the demand is so high and the, and the drawdown is so rapid and steep that there's, at this current trend, there's five months left. So what does that tell me? That tells me that, Josh, big money is taking possession of, of metals. It's almost like there's, there's an awakening happening and a, and a rush to get out of dollars and, and go into tangibles. And, and here's what I see down the road. These, these big dogs, these, these hedge funds, these billionaires, private wealth, family funds, you know, they're always first to the dance, you know, because maybe they're connected. Maybe, they're no, maybe they, they just see the writing on the wall because they're captains of industry or whatever. Well, us commoners, <laughs> right, we're always late to the dance, right? Well, this is why you and I talk about this so much is I don't want anybody listening to the show to be late to the dance because we don't have to be because I think it's going to be – very difficult to readily source product down the road. And, and we're going to see when, when the wealthiest people in America are taking 175 million ounces out of Comex, all that trickle-down is going to ultimately be able to benefit us when we can allocate into that market. Because this is just economics 101, Josh. Low supply, diminishing, right? High demand caused prices to go up. That thing alone should put a smile on people's faces, knowing that in, in light of stock market collapses, interest rates going up, higher taxation, the, the foundations are eroding all around us, that there are good investments that people can go into, which is why you and I talk about them, because we've seen the writing on the wall, and we're just reporting on it, right? And, but there is a thing that we can do to get out of, out of harm's way, and that is allocate into silver, especially with that trend. If it stays at this level, COMEX registered category vault in, in the silver complex run out of product for sale in five months. That's huge for all of us who can get in because when that happens, prices go through the roof. Why? Because companies like Sony, LG, Samsung, Tesla, everybody that needs silver to manufacture their products, they'll almost pay any price for it or else they go out of business too. And that's where when we own that asset that they need for manufacturing and it's gone, it's, it's almost like lights out. And, and this is the kind of, of activity that I've expected to happen for a long time, um, you know, over the last year. And it seems to be happening right underneath our nose. It just took an interest rate cycle and inflationary pressures to get us to this point. I, I 100% agree. You know, for people out there who are listening to this and, and they're probably wondering about their financial situation, I had a lot of people ask me last night, should I go take money out of the bank, all these things. And the first thing I always tell them is, is call Dr. Kirk Elliott. It, just because, look, I, I can't give you advice on what you can do with your financial situation or what potentially is going to happen. I think we all see the writing on the wall. But if anybody out there is listening and they're just kind of worried about this or they're, they're thinking that, oh, well, what if this is all true? What I recommend you do is just call 
800-300-3900. You're going to get a member of Dr. Kirk Elliott's team or you're going to get a voicemail. <clears throat> You'll get a call back, I promise you. But they're going to help you and guide you through the process. <clears throat> At the very least, they're going to give you some great advice on what's happening in the markets and what you can do about it. You don't have to do business with them, but it is definitely a call to help assure you that you are on the right track. If you guys want to just visit a website, go to getgoldtoday.com. That's the website. You go there. It's gonna, you're going to see my, my silly mug. You can scroll down. You can email them. You can, uh, you can call them directly from there. You can, you can get the, the PDF download there. But I highly recommend that you guys get a hold of Dr. Kirk Elliott and, and get yourself straight right now with what's coming. Kirk, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Much appreciated. Bye-bye. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, but radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. And, uh, yep, we had the first 30 minutes there about the economy, the state of the global economy, the Great Recession, depression that is inbound, and why and how you need to get prepared. I'm actually uh, going to take some money out of the bank today, uh, cash out of the bank. Why? Because, well, there's a big rumor out there that... uh, that September 24th in three days, uh, there's going to be a bank shutdown. And that, uh, I don't know, it's probably not true, but you know what? Better be safe than sorry. So what's happening in the world? I mean, today is a pretty chaotic day. If you look at the, the news headlines today, you're going to see a lot of crazy information. We have HR 8873. We have Vladimir Putin's speech. We have Donald Trump and uh, New York City. This is a action-packed day, and we're going to try to break it down for you. If I, if I don't get to everything, please tune in tonight, redpills.tv, redpills.tv, okay? Or you can go to redpills.tv slash rumble. That's our rumble channel. And you can catch me on my podcast tonight where I have a little bit more time, and I go really in-depth on a lot of these things. But what is HR 8873? Now, this is a uh, bill that has been proposed to change election laws to make our elections more safe and secure. Yeah, all right. So here's a few of the key points to take away. Creates a new board, uh, sorry, a new broad private right of action that can be easily abused by Democrat election lawyers. All right. Allows candidates for president to sue for an extended voting period due to a catastrophic event. Changes the electoral college safe harbor date to December 23rd only seven business days before certification on January 6th. Empowers Congress and federal judges to decide and interpret state election laws instead of states themselves. Now, the two, the two parts after the, the last two, 
are some of the most important to understand here. Number one is that when the founding fathers developed the Constitution, they did it so there is a separation of power to where the federal government, the one being voted into office by the states and the people, couldn't have power over the elections, where each election power was distributed amongst the states equally. This was done for a very specific reason. So they couldn't steal elections, so they couldn't, you know, retain and, and gain power and all these types of things. Now, we have certain things that are enacted. Uh, there's an executive order out there, um, Executive Order 13848, signed in by Donald Trump, that was uh, renewed by Joe Biden. Now, this is interference by foreign actors in the elections. And what this actually requests is that there is a Director of National Intelligence report provided to Congress prior to that January 6th date. It's actually supposed to be out 45 days after an election. And see, this report is supposed to determine whether there was any type of interference or election fraud occurring within the election. Now, here's the thing about the 2020 election. That report didn't come out until January 18th, which means it was in direct violation of that executive order. Executive orders aren't law, though. That's what we have to understand. It was in direct violation of that executive order, and it showed conclusively that there was Chinese interference in the 2020 election, although through the 17 intelligence agencies, they didn't know how to proceed or how severe the actual interference was. The problem with that is it came after the state certification and congressional approval of the certifications, which means that the legal process of the election had already gone through. So there was no turning back at that point. And that was done, obviously, on purpose. So by changing the safe harbor date from, I think it's uh, December 18th right now, Changing it to December 23rd and only gives seven business days before certification on January 6th. This is critical to understand because it doesn't give much time for members of Congress to review any evidentiary um, documents that pertain to election security. It doesn't give them any time to really talk to people. It goes through two different holidays. And so this is being done on purpose. Second, is it enables Congress and federal judges to decide and interpret state election laws. No, absolutely not. Firstly, Congress should have no power, say, or authority over state laws, period. Done. Enough said. That's why we have the 10th Amendment. Federal judges, same thing. Federal judges don't have the authority to interpret state laws at that level, especially when it pertains to elections. So this bill right here is a coup d'etat. That's what this bill is. It's a coup d'etat on our elections. They're trying to rush it in before the election because they know they cannot steal this election because there's going to be such a big voter turnout. And what they'll do is most likely go in there. They'll probably lose. And then what they'll do if this bill gets passed is they'll have the candidates sue for, you know, an extension for people to vote, and then they'll mail in those ballots, and, and they'll get all the mail-in ballots, and they'll eventually win something of that nature. I don't know specifically what they're going to do, but I know that this election is going to determine the fate of the United States of America. This election is the most important election in the history of this country. We thought 2020 election was big. This one is so much more massive. We have to understand that the fate 
of our livelihood, of our sovereignty, of our freedoms, rights, liberties, of our children, of our children's children, is at risk now because of the November 2022 midterm elections. And if this law is passed, you can kiss the United States of America goodbye. All right, I was talking there for a minute that uh, they are going after Donald Trump heavily. New York State has sued the Trump clan for fraud, the art of the steal, inflated net worth by billions, 222-page filing referral to IRS for criminal prosecution. Now, this is going to get interesting because I'm 100% positive that Donald Trump is innocent in this. And the reason I say that is because throughout his presidency, the Democrats before and throughout his presidency, before 2016 and during his presidency, the Democrats looked for everything and anything they could find to take down Donald Trump. And they could not. They looked through his financial documents. They looked through his tax returns. Now what we're seeing right now in New York State with the Attorney General is a witch hunt. I guarantee you they are making information up. They are targeting Donald Trump because there is a tough situation occurring for Donald Trump on the other side of the federal side of the house. We have an indictment watch. Trump lawyers are acknowledging that the Mar-a-Lago probe could lead to an indictment. Not only that is now Don Donald Trump is embracing Q or Q Anon. This is interesting. Because what have I been talking about? At every single one of his rallies, he's playing this uh, Richard Feelgood song known as Where We Go One, We Go All. And he's doing it with the decline of the nation's speech, which transitions in the video from dark delight. Donald Trump has something up his sleeve. Donald Trump is about to play the Trump card. Donald Trump is not a guy who loses. He is not a guy who is corrupted. He is not a guy who will allow himself, his family to fail and be taken down by this deep state. I believe he's got a plan, and I believe that that plan is going to be implemented very, very shortly. I think October is going to be one of the hottest months on record in the United States of America in its history. And I don't mean temperature and heat. I mean in the sense of political scandals being revealed, dissemination of information, declassification of various documents that people never believed could have existed, corruption, sedition, and treason beyond your wildest dreams. They are coming for Donald Trump because they know what he has against them, and they have no other choice. Their backs are against the wall. America understands that the 2020 election was stolen, a coup happened in our country, and right now we have a tyrant and a belligerent occupation of the White House that is driving this country into the ground only to usher in a globalist nation right afterwards and to take down the Constitution. America knows this. America is going to go out and vote in full force, and they are going to elect the right candidates into the positions 
in the midterm elections. And the Democrats, the liberals, the radicals, they will do everything in their power to stop that from happening. They will steal this election if they have to, which they even know that if they did, it will lead to a revolutionary war, a civil war. They don't care. They've already put all the foundation in place to stop you and me from rising up, from stopping you and me from speaking up. On top of that, we've already talked about this, is what type of black swan events could potentially happen globally that begin this process of systematic decline of the global community. We've talked about China invading Taiwan. We talked about Russia's expansion into Europe and into Ukraine. We've talked about Iran and Israel. Well, Vladimir Putin released his speech. If you haven't listened to it, if you haven't read it, I highly suggest you do. This is not the type of rhetoric that we wanted to hear out of Vladimir Putin. Now, I'm going to read to you a few excerpts that I posted on my Telegram channel. If you, uh, if you want to follow me on Telegram, if you're wondering what my Telegram channel is, if you just search Red Pill Project, you should find me. But I believe it's, uh, I think it's Red Pills TV. Pretty sure it's Red Pills TV. There it is. Um, t.me slash Red Pills TV. But I'm going to read the, these excerpts from you. This is from Vladimir Putin. I will explain that American strategic planning documents, these are not something that Vladimir Putin should have, (laughs) confirm the possibility of a so-called preemptive strike at enemy missile systems. We also know that the main adversary of the United States and NATO, it is Russia. NATO documents officially declare our country to be the main threat to the Euro-Atlantic security. We've been talking about the proxy war. Well... Putin's got some good spies because he's got these documents that claim that the United States is going to do a preemptive strike on Russia. So you wonder why he's talking nuclear rhetoric? This is why he is talking nuclear rhetoric. He says that, I have no doubt that they hope to carry out these plans, as they did many times in the past, expanding NATO eastward, moving their military infrastructure into Russian borders, and fully ignoring our concerns, protests, and warnings. Excuse me, but they simply but they simply did not care. Oops, sorry. They did not care about such things and did whatever they deemed necessary. This this is not the type of rhetoric we want to hear from Vladimir Putin. This is not fear tactics. This is them taking a defensive position and getting ready for war. We're gonna take a quick break for more Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. 
local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, well, radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we're back with the Dark Delight Show. And we're talking about Vladimir Putin's speech here. And, you know, I was reading you various parts of it. And this is where he is calling out NATO in the United States. Here's another part. He says, meanwhile, the so-called civilized world, which our Western colleagues proclaim themselves the only representatives of, prefer not to see this. As if this horror and genocide, which almost 4 million people are facing, do not exist. He's talking about the 28 bio labs that were running genetically uh, engineered bioweapons on the people in the Denbos region. But they do exist, and only because these people did not agree with the West-supported coup in Ukraine in 2014 and opposed the transition towards the Neanderthal and aggressive nationalism and neo-Nazism, which have been elevated in Ukraine to the rank of national policy. And so basically what he's saying here is that the West, the United States, supported a coup in Ukraine in 2014, basically taking it away from Russia. And then what they did is they forced the transition aggressively in Ukraine of nationalism and neo-Nazism, which has now become policy. You want to talk about the rise of the Fourth Reich, that's what we're talking about right here. And after all this, listen to this one. This is the one that should concern everybody. 
I would like to be clear and straightforward in the current circumstances when our proposals for equal dialogue on fundamental issues have been actually remained unanswered by the United States and NATO, when the level of threats to our country has increased significantly. Russia has every right to respond in order to ensure its security. That is exactly what we will do. From a military perspective, what he is talking about right there is, if you remember back in the early 1990s, NATO's expansion east was never supposed to happen. They were supposed to just remain where they were. But what they've done is they've expanded more and more east, driving themselves to the Russian border. If you remember with Hillary Clinton in 2015-2016, she was talking about putting military defense shields up around Turkey and Ukraine surrounding Russia. Russia has vehemently came out and said, don't do this or we will go to war. Well, what Putin's saying is that they're trying to basically control Ukraine through this proxy war to do exactly this, to give Ukraine the ability to develop nuclear weapons, to help them progress in nuclear weapons. That way there's a nuclear arsenal right on the border of Russia. He's saying that the aggressive progression of NATO and the United States eastward towards the Russian borders is a threat. The United States and NATO are shelling their own nuclear, the Ukrainian nuclear power plants and blaming it on Russia. We know this to be true. And Putin's saying, you are threatening, threatening the security freedoms of the people of Russia. I've asked you to stop and you have not stopped. And then he says, Russia has every right to respond to your aggression and progression in order to ensure that his country stays safe. Which means that, he then says, that is exactly what we will do. Which means that Russia is about to respond to NATO and Western aggressions inside Ukraine through a proxy war. What does that mean? Well, he just mobilized hundreds of thousands of troops. Along with those troops, I guarantee you are going to be strategic bombers. There's going to be land forces. There's going to be there's going to be some big booms in Ukraine here very very shortly. I wouldn't even doubt if Putin charges Kiev and tries to take over Kiev. He all he's trying to do is liberate the Donbas region, and he's recognized them as their own formal republics, the Lunesk and Donetsk regions. And he's saying that if Ukraine continues to try to go in there, that they will look like they'll look at it as an attack on a sovereign nation, Russia will respond. And so I think that this will progress to Russia moving into Kiev and trying to take out Zelensky, of which then NATO will get involved, and of which then there will be conflict between NATO and Russia. Now China has came out and told Russia, back down, you don't want to do this. And I think that that's happening because I think that's happening primarily because China is getting ready to make moves on the uh, on Taiwan, and they want Russia healthy and ready just in case a global war does break out with their doings. But I really do think that this is kind of the the global stage is being set. We knew that this was going to happen at some point. That the 
Euro nations were going to become destabilized. Economically, politically, energetically, they completely are 100% destabilized. Um, Europe itself, NATO itself, without the United States, is absolutely nothing and would be demolished by Russia alone. China would roll over all of NATO nations if it wasn't for the United States of America. The United States of America accounts for 80% of the defense budget of NATO. But on the other hand, the United States of America is being run by a belligerent occupation, a tyrannical and oppressive regime of globalists who are seeking to bring about a one-world government, a new world order. And so they need this global chaos to ensue in order to bring the people to their knees and have the people beg for communism. That's where we're headed right now. And there's multiple points of this. We talked about it before. We call it the Global Firestorm Event. We'll talk about that much, much more tomorrow on another episode of the Dark Delight Show. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow.